Welcome to Below the Berg, the podcast focused on providing a platform to showcase ambitious college-aged people currently elevating their educational experiences via internships, startups, or simply doing their own thing. My name is Evan Pace-Suit. Today, I'm a, I am accompanied by Cole Johnson. Hello. All right, Cole. Let's hear all about it. So, where are you from? Major? Kind of the whole the whole gamut? Yeah, so I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, born and raised. Um I'm a junior here at Purdue. I'm majoring in computer science. Um, Are you still pursuing that entrepreneurial certificate? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's been kind of a, like a, a side thing I've been doing. Um, the classes are fun. It's mm-hmm. cool to get some some other info aside mm-hmm. from code all the time. Also, some recent stuff. I saw you posted something on LinkedIn the other day. Or, or oh yes, what's yeah. going on with that? Just briefly. Oh, you know, just. Trying to trying to start a little little side hustle, side um, hustle building some yeah. websites for people. Yeah, I yeah. like the template. The template idea is pretty cool. You yeah. do like a lower level, mid level, and then high level. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just trying to, you know, have something to do a little mm-hmm. so I can show people my work. A good portfolio, I bet, as you go down yeah. the road. Yeah. All right, sweet. So let's start off with career fairs because I just love that topic. I love it yeah. because I think it's controversial and I think they're almost dead. And well, dead, but still, no, honestly, I want to talk about it. Um, have you ever gotten a job from a career fair? No. So I've been to at least one a year, maybe two a year. Um, and every time it's just mm-hmm. put your resume in a pile and, mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll, we'll send you an email, send up your prayers and you'll never see it ever. Again. Apply online. And mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Side note, I did get an internship. From a career fair this year, so they're not totally dead. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, it is what it is. I think they could be run a lot. Better. You hate them until they're they benefit you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> all right. It's not like a hypocrite already. So <laughs> lovely. Alrighty, let's continue. Let's continue on that fact. Um, what is the longest you've ever waited in a line? Um, I'm probably like an hour and a half. A line at a career fair. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Clarify that. <laughs> right, <laughs> not right. Not any line. <laughs> career fair line. Yeah. Um. I was waiting in line for, I think, Facebook probably, like everyone else does. Mm-hmm. And the thing about like CS career fairs is you have your your four, your big four, quote, quote unquote, um, you know, Apple, Microsoft, Facebook, Google. Um, MySpace. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then 99% of people go go to those, right? And then you have your, your other like, in this case, like Midwestern, like IT companies or some random this or that company that isn't like cool. Mm-hmm. Um, or nothing trendy or nothing to like, yeah, you know, nothing that's Silicon Valley based. Right, 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 right. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so the majority of people go to these four companies and that's where the lines will be because mm-hmm. that's where everyone wants to be. Mm-hmm. Um have you heard of any success stories from anybody at those career fairs that have gotten jobs or they got jobs at Facebook, Google, wherever, but it wasn't from the career fair? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think anything can really be directly attributed because mm-hmm. regardless. I think if anything, the career fairs are, hey, I remember you. Yeah. And it's a good starter. Exactly. But I just, I don't know. I, I think for the time and money companies spend, on going to these career fairs, I think they could be done a lot better. I yeah, I agree. One um, in terms of the people that they send. Now I do value people's office time is is quite valuable. So you're not going to 
throw out your best guy there, but still, yeah. uh, having at least one engineer or someone of relevant uh, degree there to talk about the specifics, mm-hmm. because as much as we're looking for internships, they're looking for the right person. Right, right. And it's not, I mean, of course, we all want an internship, but if we can find one that really benefits us and someone who's a, and someone who's a go-getter and knows what they want, they're, they will want to ask questions with someone who is knowledgeable of the topic. It's really frustrating when you get to talk to people and they have no idea what their company is doing in certain, like in certain departments of their company. Right, right. Because like the best questions are like, like what, what for like CS companies, like what's your, what's your stack? Like, like what languages do you code in? And mm-hmm. the recruiters don't always have the answer to that. They have your like, oh, it's a 12 week internship. Like we mm-hmm. do housing, blah, 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 blah. But like that's all stuff that you can just find online. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But if you want like an actual answer to a Well, that's perfect. What you just said of we want information that cannot just be found online. That should be right. where career fairs should should really thrive at is provide anything and everything that you could not get from a apply online website. Yeah. And they still tell you to apply online, apply online. And that's about it. <laughs> Just get a bumper sticker. Apply, apply online. Well, if you want to learn more about our internship, apply online. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, but that is enough with my rant. I just wanted to pick your brain on it. So yeah. let's talk, uh, let's kind of transition towards your internship with, Kevy, which was your first internship yep. after your freshman year of college, correct? Yep. Um, one, how did you get it? How did you hear about it? And what was your favorite project or role that you served? Yeah. Um, so I guess to start off, um, I, sh- I should kind of preface this with, I I'd attribute every one of my internships to knowing people. Um, so through for, college or through just everywhere, just okay. networking. Um, now, do you go to any networking events specifically, or is it just no? It's like you know, being a social person, getting to know people at a yeah. like at like a genuine level. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. for the first, um, for when I got Kevy, it was because um, it was like one of my dad's friends, right? Gotcha. That like who knew someone? Mm-hmm. Um, and what I hadn't heard of, I, I mean, I I drove by their office like every day driving to driving to high school. Gotcha. Um, but I didn't ever look up what they did. Um, so, so that was from, you know, meeting mm-hmm. people. It was a landmark for most of your life until you heard what they did. And, okay, exactly. Yeah. That's relevant. you know, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. All right, cool. And, um, so yeah, what I did there, um, pretty standard, uh, web development, um, like full stack. I don't now, know. Did you have a whole lot of creative technical. control or? Yeah. So it, at first they, um, so I guess I should back up once again. Um, I, I had this like prerogative, right? Mm-hmm. Freshman year, like, oh man, three internships. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna scope out three different size companies, like a startup, like a, a Microsoft size, and then something in the middle. And then after my freshman year, in that year, order, in any order, any order. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and so um, you went into college with that mindset of you want to get a bevy of different type of companies under your portfolio really yeah you wanted to kind of get the whole the whole perspective which I, in which i think that's just extremely valuable yeah and it was just so i could see what i like because mm-hmm. you know you're you commit two months of your life to it it's not really a a huge commitment um but after working at kevy like i would just fell in love with like the startup scene um just because like 
I had so much control in what I was doing. Um, like I got to design my own, like, like part of their app, um, Mm -hmm. design it to like implementation to delivery. Now, do you Um, think that's typical of them to trust an intern or do you um, think it's just part of it is that that you were comfortable with that part of their company and your experience with coding and such? To start off, they put me on like, just like pretty menial tasks. Um, so you worked your way up, you earned some trust along the way. Yeah. Yeah. Just so like I could learn like their, um, their products and then they could learn like what I was capable of. Um, How long do you think that process takes that kind of testing each other's comfort levels and finding what you guys are kind of at the same level with? For me, it took about a month, if that gives you... you Yeah, I was going to say about 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 a month. month. Yeah, Um, because it's also like getting like settled in the company, like knowing who you're working with and like understanding each other on a personal level, not just a, a technical level and i think a month is like all right we, we know it's everything there is to know about you mm-hmm. yeah gotcha all righty yeah so mm-hmm. well yeah um so let's so let's summarize this internship okay what were any big takeaways that you got from it did you bring anything from that internship and applied it right to school or did you think you applied more to school to that internship as a freshman um, what I learned in school freshman year was like had zero applications. Um, um, it was like freshman year is like just intro to blah, blah, blah and this and that. Um, and it's nothing like relevant, right? Um, For I CS, mean, yeah. You can make an argument that it's relevant, but gotcha. we're not here to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but takeaways... Um, I mean, it's it's like helped. It was good teamworking experiences. Yeah, I mean, I, I, the takeaway. I wouldn't say that it benefited anything school related, well, mm-hmm. like class related. Um, Collaboration efforts, maybe group projects. Yeah, I mean, there's to, some of that, um, but just like, just some good work experience, really. Yeah, it's just, just knowing good, how to. Good. So just knowing how to conduct yourself, kind of get your. So you were able to dip your toes into the water of the startup realm. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, I just took away that startups are kind of where I want to be. Like, it's just, you know, yeah. fast-paced, exciting, mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. probably And you know each new. other. You know each other, you know? Yeah. Like, like and you have your own niche. Yeah, like, my desk was right mm-hmm. next to the CTO and mm-hmm. catty corner, kitty corner to the CEO. Mm-hmm. Um, huh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, that was Kevy. Mm-hmm. Now, let's move on to Mamir, which... Do you want to give a little bit of a brief summary? Because Mimir is kind of a cool story. It's yeah. kind of Purdue related. Yeah. Um, how did you hear about it? How did you get it? Where so, was that? The whole... Yeah. yeah. So Mimir is a startup founded by some ex-Purdue students. Um, they started at the... Um, well, they were working out of the Anvil, which was a, a co-working space here. Um, they won a, uh, a business competition. So they won some office space there. And, um, you know, they eventually some of them dropped out. Um, one of them finished. And then they uh, were pretty lucky to get uh, a Y Combinator, which mm-hmm. is like a big accelerator, isn't it? Yeah, it's like the most like highly sought after. Um, like Dropbox came out of there. Reddit came out of there. Um, big, big companies. It's based out of Silicon Valley, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So they took a semester off school. This is when they were still in school. And... Um, 
went out to California to work on Mimir. Um, and so I met the guys just like, again, like just through connections. Um, and then, you know, was that through Boilermake or the Anvil or, I mean, it's like all these things are kind of the, Mm -hmm. kind of the same crowd of people. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Hmm. So you, in which your story about this one is pretty crazy. So I remember when I was, I think I was already at home done, done for the semester, enjoying my, enjoying my week off of summer before my internship. And I get a call from Cole as he's driving home saying that he got an internship offer and what early May. Yeah. I was driving home after exams Mm-hmm. Um, so, so my, my internship stories from sophomore year is like really, really bad. It's, we can kind of go into this real quick. So I had, so the first company I was interviewing with, like midway through the process, they're like, we love you, but we actually just filled our last spot. I can't tell you how many times <laughs> I've heard that. Yeah. But I mean, like it's frustrating. It's frustrating because I think sometimes the best candidates don't always get the job based off of they try to hire to get the best. And then, you know, someone ends up hiring in another division yeah. and, you know, and then the person that you talk to doesn't get that opportunity. Yeah. I was like three interviews in three interviews. Goodness. Yeah. Was it person FaceTime? Skype? Um, Sorry, it was they all, over they don't do FaceTime. They do Skype. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I said FaceTime. It was all over the phone. Um, did, did like the whole technical thing and, mm-hmm. When I, I when I got the call, I was actually like assuming I would be getting an offer, but they said like we just filled the last spot. No way. Yeah, and then so. So were you pretty dead set on that company at that point? At what time of the year was this? This was um, like January, mm-hmm. um, so not too late. Um, and then, you know, I, after that, I was pretty bummed, of course, because mm-hmm. it was a super cool company. So did you keep applying for companies? Oh in, yeah, like million, million, uh, in internships after that. Yeah. Okay. So, um, the next company that I was like interviewing with um, was another one down in Atlanta, which was a uh, like a Bitcoin thing. So. Oh yeah, I think I remember you telling me about this company. Yeah, yeah. and like I go to the interview, and as I'm walking out, the guy says like, "Oh yeah, we'll have an offer for you," um, like wow. in the next few days, and then the next few days pass, and the next few weeks pass. SpongeBob voice 12 hours <laughs> late there and yeah. then like nothing. Wow. And, and yeah. And so huh. I, I get in touch with them like a month later and they're like, oh, sorry, we're not doing interns anymore. I'm like, what the, yeah. what is going on? Yeah. And then, so then at what time of the year was this? This like, was, do you start feeling like the clock ticking? Yeah. And so I yeah. entered, I did it in person over spring break cause I went home for spring break. Um, yeah. And then, so I reached out to the, the Moomir guys mm-hmm. and, um, I had my interview exam week, uh, and then got the offer coming home after exams. Goodness gracious. So Mimir's kind of part of this, uh, indie tech mm-hmm. area. Um, you had a deal living in Indy kind of for the indie tech type of living with other tech interns and all that. Right. What was your experience with that? Did you like it? Did you not? Um, yeah. So that's called, uh, called extern from tech point, I think is the company that puts that on. Um, I think it's funded by like the state. Mm-hmm. Not sure of the details. Yeah, of like that. so they're trying to. So I was actually just at an event uh, the other day uh, last week with Indie Tech. Mm-hmm. Um, oh goodness, I'm totally forgetting the name of the actual company, but it was in uh, Intech Boulevard 
in Indy. Yeah. Um, where they're trying to promote tech companies in Indy and they're trying to get like the new Amazon edition and all that. So yeah, kind of, I think the same idea of trying to make it a hot spot for tech. Right. Yeah. So, um, they put us in some housing with other interns. Like there's not too many big, big companies, um, big tech companies. So it's a bunch of startups. So like Mm -hmm. each one has like one or two interns. Gotcha. Um, so it's on one side is like benefiting the companies cause they don't have to, they don't have to, um, uh, find housing, this and that, and this and that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they put on events, blah, blah, blah. Um, I mean, on, on the paper, it's like... Did you think they were pushing it too much? Yeah, that was like my Did big takeaway. Like a direct was, message of they just... That was my big takeaway. Was like, that's a, it was a big um, like agenda pushing, in my opinion. Like, mm-hmm. like, come back to Indy to do tech stuff. And I'm like, ah. How would you then rather do it? Because I kind of felt a little bit of the same vibe. I really liked the people that they brought in. They brought in a lot of really great speakers that have done a lot of great things and have worked for incredible companies at very powerful roles. Mm-hmm. I loved that. I loved that talk. But I don't know. Like I just felt like it was just a little pushy, a little pushy it's, with it's it. It's because you have to like make cool things happen. Like Atlanta has like a really like blossoming tech scene. Um, we, we have the Atlanta Tech Village, which is kind of started the whole thing. And then all these like really, really cool startups are coming out of Atlanta now. And I get no agenda pushing from that. Like I see that people are doing cool things. So people want to be there. So you just it, see action. You see it's, action. It's showing, you see people not telling. Doing things. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. There's, there's not too many like big name. Is it know. the chicken or the egg for this one? Or uh, do you think it's more of you need to do first? Yeah. But to do, do you have to attract people? I mean, people are here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Huh. So that's been your experience with Mimir. Mm-hmm. Great, Overall, yeah. Mimir, like, great, great company. Liked yeah. it. Good experience. Applied yeah, it. Absolutely. Hmm. So do you think, so how did you think Mimir allowed you to prepare um, a better resume and just prepare you in general to put yourself in the position to apply for bigger name companies. So kind of the theme of this is that you've started out with a startup, mm-hmm. went to like a, you know, another startup, but like with a lot of movement, with some steam. Yeah. Yeah. Like they have a lot of momentum coming. Mm-hmm. And then now were you looking for a big company for this one, for this upcoming internship, your last one? Um, not necessarily. Cause like I said, I kind of fell in love with the whole startup scene. Uh, I just wanted to get out to California and, whatever would let me do that is mm-hmm. what I was looking for. It's about the experience. It's about trying it and you haven't tried Silicon Valley. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so I, I guess just to get it out of the way, I'll be working at Slack, which is a pretty, pretty large, pretty well-known company now. Mm-hmm. Um, what's their main kind of service? Like what are they known for? Oh, so they they make one product. It's, um, like a messaging platform for companies. Okay. Um, and you can go slack.com if you're curious about it. Shameless plug. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't know how I'd say anything from Mimir, like maybe directly prepared for it. I mean, it's just nice to have more experience. And of course, they like seeing that at Slack. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think for, what do you think stood out the most on you, your resume for Slack? Like, um, as you've, as you've gone along in your career, what do you think stands out on your resume for those companies? 
Did I, they ever go, man, I love this or? Yeah, no, I, I never get any, get any real feedback. Um, do they provide any feedback on your technical portion of your interview? No, they're, they're like not allowed to do that for some really? reason. Really? Yeah. That's okay. So for those of you who don't know, uh, CS techie type internship mm-hmm. roles, they have you code as a part of your, uh, as a part of your interview. They watch you, right? Yeah. Because, you know, big brother with cameras. No, uh, <laughs> yeah. cool. How do they do it? Yeah. They have, they give you a problem. Um, and then they talk with you as you solve the problem, just to see how you approach things. Um, What's your problem-solving methods? Um, and that's what I'm talking about when I f- refer to technical interviews. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're going to do a technical interview, at least give me a technical grade. Like, let me know how I'm doing, you know? Like, yeah, it's weird. It feels like I you're mean, just you, shooting into the dark and you don't know how you... Like, I would feel super anxious kinda, about it. I don't know. You kind of know, like, if your solution was good or not. Really? Yeah. Hmm. But some people think they, like, bomb it and then get an offer, so it's... Sometimes it's up in the air. Well, it's tricky because if you think you did well, is it, man, like, was there something on my resume that was lacking? Or did you do terrible, but your resume was great, and then you still didn't get it? You know, it would be nice to have that feedback, but... Yeah. Huh, that's interesting. I think in the interview process for Slack, so there are three interviews, I feel like after my conversation with the the recruiter on the first call, they're kind of like... They, they kind of were sold on me. Uh, okay. I, I feel like our conversation went pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you have a, I mean, you have a, you have a pretty, pretty broad perspective of different clubs that you're active in here, at, yeah. here on campus. So like I help run the hackathon. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a part of like the computer science student council, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have my feet wet in a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like showing like genuine passion for what they're doing. You can hear it in your voice right now. You can hear it. Yeah. uh, That, and even when you talk about it and in off podcast, when you talk to me about it and it just bounces off my head, like somebody throwing a stone at a brick wall doesn't really absorb, but he's still talking about it. Like he's just loving it. Yeah. No, you can, I mean like you, I mean, you can definitely pick up on it. And do you think that's just like your secret weapon with these type of interviews and getting into big companies stuff, like and stuff I, like that? Because you can't fake it, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, so I wouldn't say it's a secret weapon. Um, like, it's just what... It's just what you do. It's just, yeah. I mean, like, you don't think about it. Yeah. Yeah, huh. That's interesting. So what are you most excited... F- so what are you most excited about for your upcoming internship with Slack? Um, probably just being in the Bay, um, like San Francisco area. Mm-hmm. Um, just with other people who are doing similar things and kind yeah, of being a part yeah, of it. I, yeah, I've I've hear, heard endless stories about the cool stuff that happens there. So mm-hmm. just finally getting out there for a summer. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, it's going to be super exciting. Sounds like it, man. Well, best of luck, man. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Best of luck at Slack. Slack has a keeper. <laughs> Can't wait. I hope so, yeah. All righty. Well, that's another episode of Below the Berg where we connect with tomorrow tra- tomorrow's trailblazers today. Sweet.